Welcome to Chick Tooth Podcast, episode number 36. Uh, we are your hosts. My name is Nick. I'm Ben. And yeah, Ben is sitting across the room from me. Um, That's how we're going to drag this shit out. Yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to... Yeah, so... It's 36 episodes. They don't know that I'm sitting across from you. <laughs> well, we are uh, sleepy today, man. I don't know what it is. There's something in the air. I don't know if it's the... Uh, it's nice and chilly. The change in weather. Honestly, it might be allergies or something. Well, speaking speaking of chili, just uh, as I was walking out today, Uh-oh. Charlie was locking the door behind me, and um, the second I stepped out, I was like, fuck, it's cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, sun was going down, and it was already kind of a cool day. And <clears throat> she said, well, look at how you're dressed. You're in the wrong fucking season, buddy. Wearing short, short sleeves. And uh, I was like, oh, you know, I'm just going to... I'm just walking outside until I get to the car, and then I'm going to drive over to Ben's, and then I'll be inside where it's always hot as fuck. Yeah. Not well, anymore. not today, so I'm freezing. Yeah, that's the one thing about this room. It does not get circulation. You got to speak up, so I don't care how tired you are. You can hear me. Well, I can hear you, but it looks, it looks a little low, buddy. I, I think if you can hear me, this mic two inches from my face can hear me. <laughs> Maybe. Anyways, so... I want you to tell us about that podcast that you heard, or you saw it was happening. I don't know if you've listened to it or not. Oh, the one I watched twelve minutes of. No, no, not <laughs> not the um, not the Joe Rogan one. Edward Snowden. Edward Snowden, yeah, which was a great episode. If you guys want to know what the government's doing behind your back, go ahead and look at that. Yeah, he came up with like a book or something too. Yeah, it's just basically a biography in a way, as well as telling. Just sort of explaining the way things work. Yeah. Um, but anyways, the Office podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, since we're on the topic of podcasts, <laughs> we're on a podcast. We are on a podcast. God, how, uh, how Inception is this? It's I'm not. To, I'm about to talk about a podcast on a podcast that's about a show that started 15 years ago. Okay. Originality is dead, dude. That's we're just we've already talked we've already talked about originality being dead, brother. It's just every every medium every media is about another media. Well, I've got another media. I've got something to talk about as far as things being original and originality being dead after this. So go ahead and oh okay well what a happy start (laughs) yeah but uh yeah so Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey Angie Kinsey whatever her name is what characters do they play uh Pam was uh Jenna Fisher Pam Beasley and uh. Uh, Angela was, is, her name is Angela. Maybe her name's not Angela. Her name is Angela in the show. Oh, yeah. Um, she's the blonde-headed chick. Yeah, That's yeah. That's like the... The shorter one. Yeah, it's kind of a stickler for the rules. Yeah, so her name's Angela Kinsey in, in real life. Dang. Her name is Angela Martin on the show. Okay. Um, but yeah, so they're, they are just, I think they're coming, there's a, I don't know what production companies helping them out, but they, it's like the 15th year anniversary of the show. And so now they are creating this podcast to just talk about behind the scenes stuff and like rewatching episodes. And it's like, cause you know, the office, it's like ever since it was put on Netflix, it was like the number one thing for everybody to binge watch. It was almost like the beginning of binge watching. It's a cult classic of sorts. I would say it's not even cold. Honestly, it's just freaking everybody watches it. Cult doesn't necessarily mean small. It means dedicated fans that will do anything for the show. Yeah, but I just associate cult with like you know shows that 
I, not even shows, but just movies and things that just kind of never happened and then like gain like gained this big following. I I think of cult classics as being something that usually it's something super low budget that wasn't expected to do well. Yeah. But people end up falling in love with it and basically obsessing over it. Yeah. Um and I guess I don't know. I guess there's many different versions of it. I just would think uh I don't know, top of my head. Uh Princess Bride. Like that was something we were I was talking about the other day. Which is also kind of one of those movies that shouldn't be a good movie, but everybody loves it, and I love it too because yeah. it is a good movie. But anyway, yeah. So I'm sure there's many versions of a cult classic. Yeah. Or like even all right, never mind. We'll go down the rabbit hole of that. But uh, yeah, go ahead. But anyway, so it being a show that everybody in the world watched, um, I think I saw something. It was like Netflix, like 52 billion minutes have been streamed on Netflix of that show of, of the office. Yeah. Which is crazy. I, you know, I watched the office many years after everybody else had watched it. And, um, everybody talked about how great it was. And, Oh my God, the last episode I cried. And uh, I would say, I would say most people watched it after it was already. Well, obviously. Out. Yeah. I just mean like I've watched it within the past year or two. Right. Um, and everybody, like, our friend group loved that show. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. And I just, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to watch it. It seems stupid. I'm not that interested. <laughs> I mean, I watched the whole thing, and I still, like, there were obviously funny episodes, and they're, like, funny storylines and stuff, but, I mean, the show wasn't that good, in my opinion. Yeah. My humble opinion. It's Yeah, it's a show for certain people, like, intelligent people that would actually like it. But. Uh, <laughs> you're using the, the Rick and Morty uh, <laughs> argument. <laughs> what, that's an argument? Yeah, people say that uh, Rick and Morty is is an intelligent show, and if you don't, and if you don't like Rick and Morty, you're, you're not intelligent. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was just kidding. I was <laughs> I know you're being kidding. a fan of the show. I know. But, uh, but no, it's, it's, it's definitely a show that I I'm the same way where when things become mainstream or they are mainstream from the get go, I'm just like, ah, I don't care. Yeah. Like I'd rather, cause it's so hyped already. And I just, I, it kind of takes away from it, you know, for me. Cause I'm like, Oh, everybody watches this. You know, not that I f- feel like I got to feel special and be like, That's have, it sounds like. have like this hidden gem that only I like, but I don't know when, when you have something like that and then everybody likes it, you know, it kind of, it takes away from it because it takes away from like that specialness or, but that besides that, well, that, um, that's kind of, that's kind of like how I was for a while with uh horror movies. So, uh, there was a probably about a year long stint where all I did was watch B horror movies, like, like Netflix, any, anything that I don't even know the names of them cause they were that bad. Yeah. Just stuff um, that they would put up <laughs> well, stuff on Netflix that basically had, Back when they did the rating system, mm-hmm. that had like one star, two yeah. stars. Those are my favorite horror films because they're just right awful, and I just liked them. I don't know what it was. I feel like that's how a lot of people. You remember the movie, The Human Centipede? Yeah, that's one of those movies that I watched. I guess that that's I like I actually enjoyed the horror aspect of it, even though it was gross. And I kind of just watched it because I thought it would be funny to be able to be like, "Oh yeah, dude, I've seen that movie." That was yeah, that was one of those movies. Like in high school, it was like, "Oh my god, have you seen it?" Also a cult classic. And I was just like, I I I've watched the first, I don't know, half hour of the first one. Yeah, there's like three of them now, four of them. I don't I've know. I've seen I've seen 
the first two. I just I watched like the thirty minutes of it, and everything else from the whole series I've heard like from word of mouth. Yeah. So I just I didn't want to watch it. I was just I'm okay. I don't need to watch this. I mean, not that I'm scared or don't like that kind of movie. Just I'm just gross. like I don't care to watch it. Yeah. I mean, it's basically being gross for the sake of being gross. Right. Um, but the the second one is epic, bro. It's yeah. um. Isn't it just like. This again. This is I only heard of it through word of mouth, but it's literally like some guy reenacting the movie. Yeah, so some guy he's like a security guard at a parking garage, and he watched the movie and decided I'm gonna do that, and basically gets a ton of people involved <laughs> instead of just being three. It's like that vine. I do that. <laughs> I do that. Yeah, and then I'll tell you the three other things I know about that movie. Actually, sorry, the one other thing I know about the movie is the guy jacks off with fucking sandpaper. Like that's yeah, everybody fucking talks about that part, and it's like everybody, (laughs) oh, he he jacks off with sandpaper. It's like yeah, I'm okay not watching it. You already told me. Yeah, I mean it's the shock value's gone. Yeah, it's a it's a they're not good movies, that's for sure. Well, yeah, but that's I mean I'm I'm like you're saying like. Watching movies that nobody watched or nobody is talking about. That's I've done that, like especially with Netflix and things like that. Especially now, in the freaking the day and age we're in, where everybody has a streaming platform and everybody has original shows on there now, yeah, or original movies. Um. Oh shit! I had something I was gonna say. Oh yeah, can we can we just talk about the fact that they don't have a rating system anymore on Netflix? It's been a long the, time. The star thing. Yeah, it's been a long time since they had it. Yeah. Um I don't remember doing that since I had we had Netflix on our Wii. Okay. At my parents' house. Yeah. And that's where I remember them having, you know, it was like the eight or so categories and then yep. yeah, every one every one of them had the you could rate them. Yeah, well they um so Amy Schumer, right? She right. put out a comedy special. Oh, okay. Everybody rated it super low, talking about how terrible she was, right? <laughs> And yeah. she bitched and moaned about it, and because she didn't like the fact that she got such low ratings, they took the rating system off. Is she the reason, really? Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. I just say crap and cow at the same time. Holy crow. Yeah. That really would just be crow. <laughs> anyway, Amy Schumer is why? Yeah, so she, she released some... I don't know if it was her first comedy special on Netflix or whatever, but um, when she put it out there... It got really bad ratings as far as the star ratings go, and she like complained about it or something, and they took down the rating system. That's interesting because I, I guess I mean it kind of I guess they because Netflix kind of developed and like they instead of having a rating system for people so they can figure out what people like and don't like, they just go based off what you've who, watched. Yeah, who watches it? So now what it is, it's like uh, this. 85%. This fits your basically fits your um your preferences by 85%. Well, yeah, they profile you by what you watch. Yeah. Which but, uh, Charlie and I use the same Netflix, so it it's just fucked up. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it is pretty fucked up, man. Like I I was going to watch Rocco's Modern Life before I came over, the new movie that they put on Netflix. Mhm. And it said it only said 85%. Like, dude, <laughs> all I ever fucking watch on Netflix is cartoons. What I love is a uh, when I go on, so I have my my phone. Netflix is my Netflix that I've yeah. had forever, and it's got it's it's pretty dialed up, like dialed in. I would say, like, yeah. and uh, 
in the recommended for you section, I got everything that I would watch. Um, and then on my PlayStation, I have, I think Nat, yeah, Natalie's, uh, place, uh, Natalie's Netflix is logged in. Yep. So I've, I've been watching stuff that I watch on, on there and it's just ruined it <laughs> for like, <laughs> for like, what's, what do you want to watch? Well, you, you watch a lot more on your PlayStation and she watches Netflix probably. Well, if she's watching Netflix, she watches on her account. So, but what I'm saying is you probably, Watch Netflix more often than her. she does. Uh, I maybe we see, but what I was gonna say here is now I've evolved to where I I watch just stuff on my phone more and mm-hmm. whatever, and, and I'll usually watch YouTube or something on on the TV with the PlayStation. Um, well, but I, what's happened now is I've she like uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, she told me about that show. Now I've been watching that show and I've been watching it on my PlayStation, and I'm just. She's already watched all of it, so I'm just like restarting that whole thing, and yeah. now the whole it's just back to uh, oh, recommended for you this uh, Gossip Girl and this and <laughs> yeah, we um so we have two separate uh, accounts, right? Or it's the same it's the same account, but you can have different profiles. Yeah, yeah. On her phone, she has her profile, and well, we have all the profiles on each phone, but one of them is uh, yeah, you can select it. Yeah, on her phone she uses hers, and on my phone we use, I use mine. But usually I'm the one who's casting stuff onto our TV, onto our Chromecast. Mm-hmm. So if we're watching, so we watch Great British Baking Show on right, Netflix, right. and Netflix was always reserved for my like movies or something like that. Like, I didn't really watch TV shows on it, mm-hmm. and now I'm getting like great like, other British cooking shows and stuff like that popping up i'm like oh these are shit shows the good shows are all on hulu as far as cooking goes they got chopped they got uh master chef right all those yeah they got the good ones on there so 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 you've separated your absorption of whatever show you or movie by service basically so you know we because the shows i typically only watch hulu anyways Mm mm-hmm um, but if I'm watching Netflix, it's usually going to be for like a horror movie or something like that. Right. Um, I mean, it's also Netflix. It, unless you have like the whatever uh, tier of Hulu. I mean, Netflix is just better for movies because you don't have like ads and things like that. I have the whatever tier for Hulu. So the the good tier. Yeah. Is, I know. I I don't do commercials, brother. Yeah. No. Well, that's what I'm saying is Netflix has never had that. Which is why they don't make money. <clears throat> that's why they're gonna fail yeah but and then hulu is like oh i can it's like you're watching tv anyway yeah but at the same time it's like oh okay I'm, you know it's fine with some ads but then of course you can get that tier with no ads yeah i don't ads just ruin things for me which is why i don't watch regular tv mm-hmm. i don't that's why i hate youtube as well fucking ads popping up 20 right. times in the middle of uh, shows now right or youtube videos which you know it used to only be at the beginning, maybe at the end, right. or maybe one or two in the middle, and now every like three minutes, because I think the the people who have a high enough uh, subscriber count and they get enough views get to decide where they want their ads to be. So they're like, all right, let's just fucking load this bitch up. Right. Just put every three minutes, throw those ads in. What's also funny is I've seen where some ads when they get or some YouTube videos when they get monetized. Um, it, and depending on the creator or the, the channel, it's I feel like more different creators are more aware 
of where those ads are going. Yeah. Because, like, some people... They'll like, say, oh, after this break, whatever. Well, that... Yeah, there's that, because some people, they do their own ad reads and things like that. Not but, even... I mean, like, Charlie watches a soap maker. Really? Just say, right after this quick... And after, she dropped... Right well, after so, this quick commercial break, and I guess she can select where she yeah, wants that. Yeah, so that's what I was saying, is there's some creators that manually go in and say, I want the ad here, here, and here. Yep. Or some people just throw them all at the end, or they throw, like, all at the beginning, or yeah. something like that, because... You know, whatever works for them to get the ad revenue or whatever. But then some of those videos, because I'll watch, I'm a sucker for like, you know, the recommended for you section. Mm -hmm. And some of those, because they're such trending and they're just maybe just Joe Blow, whoever posted the video. Just happened to get like strike on something everybody was interested in. Right. And there, that's like what you're saying. There's literally, you can't even watch the shit because it's, it's so packed full of ads with ads yeah the second i see more than maybe three ad breaks <laughs> on that you you'd be lucky if i watch it that's why yeah. i like facebook because a lot of people post their youtube videos on facebook now right and they only do one or two on each video you know it's uh it's funny you bring up facebook because i was gonna also bring up because i feel like on this podcast show what we talked about over the years now and talked about every single single uh streaming service that's coming out like even before apple announced everything like we were talking about it and one that i did did not see coming but it makes sense um was now i get ads for it all the time is facebook watch have you heard about this um yeah well i i saw a uh, billboard of the one that willow smith and jada pinkett smith do well that's the other thing is there's all these like uh even shit i don't know I was watching uh, Jimmy Fallon, I think, and he they were he was fuck. What's her name? The girl that's married to Justin Timberlake. To Justin Timberlake? Yeah, yeah. Fuck, I can't remember her name. Uh, I don't know. To be honest with you, Jessica something. Alba? Um, no, Beale. Beale. Yeah, Jessica Beale. Beale. Anyway, yeah. she's she was there on on Jimmy Fallon promoting her new Facebook Watch movie or show. Yeah, I was like, holy shit. And then after that, I saw, I mean, it's probably because of the algorithm, but I saw four more ads for Facebook watch shows. And I was just like, holy crap. It's, it's just literally just out of nowhere. All just, of a sudden they're all over now the place. They've, they, and it's all, like you just said, like all top, like top tier people. Like not, it's not like a bunch of right out of the bat, like originals that are just, you know, whoever they could get. If I had to guess, they probably, Facebook probably paid these people to do it. Oh, um, well, yeah. So that, um, well, they got to kind of they got to kick it off. Well, yeah, so they, they, they got to get the people to go and watch this stuff. Well, the Jada Pinkett and and Will Smith one mm-hmm. that they do is that's been going on for probably six months. Really? Yeah. Have I just not seen this at all? Yeah, I, I think that's the case because it's it's from what I understand, from what I remember, I saw that billboard a long time ago. Interesting. It's probably been going on. Facebook Watch has probably been going on for a while at this point. Well, I know that because I on your Facebook app you have like the what every I guess maybe you know what it might be What's maybe because I don't update my apps all the time. Yeah, so maybe that's why I haven't been able to see it. That's interesting. That's probably why you couldn't join the Chip Tooth forum for a long time. Yeah, that too. I mean, but that's I don't know. That's something I do because I have an iPhone seven like you. I think yes, I seven plus or whatever. Yep. And now that like the elevens come out, what the world. Uh, now that the 11s came out, um, I just can't, I just, just, God damn it. That sound threw me off. That, I'm sorry. <laughs> so 
Now like that the with, iPhone 11 came out, a lot yeah, of the, your lot of the updates are... Yeah, it's like, I feel like my phone is just destined to shit the bed. What right? is? I mean, um, it's like any Apple product. They don't... So they don't recommend that... You, obviously, they don't want you to because they want you to buy new stuff. Right. But they don't recommend you keep a phone to the point where it no longer can receive updates. Right. Because that means that the, the hardware at that point is outdated. Right. And the software is obviously outdated. But what I'm what I'm of a, of the thought process is a lot of the updates that they put out that are made for the newer phones that then trickle down and like hit the iPhone seven yeah right like I think the newest one is like you can do dark mode and all this different stuff it's pretty good yeah no I mean I it looks cool but I'm just like oh man it's gonna I feel like just progressively they're just gonna keep slowing down my phone and well, all that yeah. kind of shit I mean the the thing is, is, um, oh God, I, so the, the updates at this point are tailored to phones that have facial recognition and, uh, have better, uh, like augmented reality abilities and stuff like that. So a lot of apps now are implementing that sort of stuff. So a lot of the right. updates have nothing to do with our phones anymore, but once you don't have that update anymore, or if you don't, if you don't do the update, then the small things on the back end no longer match up. So your apps aren't going to work properly with their servers and stuff like that. Now right. I know that that's not 100% correct. Most likely like I'm kind of talking off, like I'm just pulling this out of my ass, right? I'm kind of oh, full sure. of shit, but also that just makes sense to me because the coding is completely different at that point. Well, sure. So and I'm not, I'm not even talking about, I'm just making sure you know what I'm saying here is I'm not talking about just the app updates, which I don't do as well, but I'm talking about the phone software updates as well because i I feel like those are the ones that after a while they're just like oh yeah let's slow down this one's phone well it's going to start bogging you down even if it's not an intentional slowdown (coughs) well and and i understand the uh software upgrades and things like that not being compatible with the hardware and all that kind of crap uh as, as well as the uh app um connectivities and things like that but i'm i'm just thinking like they're doing that on purpose to then make me buy a new phone. It's against the law for them to do that. Yeah, but it's not against the law for them to outdate your damn phone. No, it's not. But what I'm saying is that that's what they do anyways, right? Right. Because as the software progresses, eventually it ha- you have to have a certain amount of processing or something like that that the iPhone 7s will not have, uh, especially... The second they release the next phone, mm-hmm. the the processing speed required is probably going to be a little bit too high for the iPhone 7. So they're going to stop sending out updates uh, right. as far as software goes because it's going to basically bog down the phone and not allow the phone to function properly. It might start overheating. So it only makes sense for them not to send it out. Otherwise, it's going to cause problems with the actual phone itself. Right. And my it from what I understand of how technology works. So... They don't. I don't think they really have the choice as far as progression goes, because you know you have to have faster speeds, and you also have to have uh, better displays and quicker working apps and quicker working just um, phone processes in general, because that's just how humans are. We want to progress. We want to do things faster, better. Well, sure, and uh, it's also the thing that's the most. It's the selling point on the product itself is, yeah. Oh, you want the fastest phone. You want the best resolution. You want the best this or that, whatever the, you know, the 
the thing of the week is basically. Yeah. That's a that's funny too because that's a, one of the things we've been talking about. I think with TVs was uh all like I think eight K now. Is yeah, coming out. which sounds fucking stupid. Yeah, well, and that's just like it's the, like how much better can you fucking see? Well, it's like it, like you're. I, f- I saw something funny. It was like a comedian or something saying like we can only see in like twenty four frames a second. Yes. So it's like really we're just you're, you're up and another, up and yeah we're just up and up in this shit that at a certain point. It's not going to matter. And, like, what are they going to go to next for the selling point? Because every TV you see now is like, oh, yeah, we got the best uh, UHD, 8K, whatever the hell. Yeah. And, you know, and most of those being, you know, not necessarily what as advertised due to, you know, whatever the product is. Like, they can only have this many pixels to begin with. But mm-hmm. then you see TVs that are like, oh, we got, we're curved now. And it's for I, your viewing that pleasure. That shit drives me insane. You're <laughs> just fucking bending shit just because you can. That's like that's like the new galaxy that folds. The f- <laughs> Who the fuck needs that? So that shit failed though. I would it, say also they all broke. They just they just I think just now started re-releasing them. Yeah, they uh, they sent them out to every single tech reviewer on YouTube, <laughs> and they broke within like a week. Yeah. I mean, but who needs that, right? You don't. I mean. I understand the allure of it, right? Everybody wants a tablet that fits Everybody, in their pocket. Want, it's like what you were saying to begin with. We want the next best thing yeah, but, every time. But they're like, you know, we know you want a tablet, and we also know the tablets don't fit in your pocket, so let's just fucking figure out how to fold a screen in half. Uh, it just seems they're unnecessary. Like, Do you remember 2003? Do you want that Samsung flip back? <laughs> yeah. That's another funny thing. Uh, I'm just We're just going to keep rolling with technology here. Is uh they apparently uh, Motorola is gonna bring back the Razer phone, that the flip phone, <laughs> because so many people like that was a lot of people I know's first phone. Yeah, everybody liked it. It was like the cool phone to have. <laughs> now they're like bringing it back. My first phone was an NV V two, I think. Oh really? Yeah. I don't. I don't. My first phone was a flip a Samsung flip phone. Yeah. Well, I and then I and then I got a uh, <clears throat> some kind of slider thing, like a Sidekick ripoff. Yeah, well, I, I had one that you, uh, so if you held it up and down, like you would normally hold a phone, right? Um, it was just a phone, right? But then you could turn it on its side and push the push the yeah. screen up. Yeah, that's it, that was, was a, the second phone I had. Yeah, mine was, it, but it was more sleek than the Envy, right? The original Envy, because I knew people who had them. And I was like, fucking chumps. <laughs> Look at that round at like it was super curved on the edges right and then mine was a bit more square and it was oh boy i felt like hot shit <laughs> let me tell you and now i've got a fucking twelve hundred dollar phone yeah it's freaking it's a what? laptop in your pocket i remember my parents didn't want to pay for a two hundred dollar envy uh, yeah. now everybody's buying twelve hundred dollar fifteen hundred dollar phones you gotta have the next best thing well i mean every step of the way I get it, cause it's a, uh, it's nice to have nice things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Maya. <laughs> so I was looking at before I got my monitor for my PlayStation, cause I use a an actual computer monitor right. designed for gaming. Because uh, there's a late there's a latency on a on a TV where uh, basically from the time that something happens on like in the game, yeah, on the input, it, it's like point. Like 0.4 seconds or something like that uh, is what comes off the screen. So the input happens point point zero four milliseconds or 
something like that. It's like five or six milliseconds before it actually registers on the TV. Sure. Um, due to it basically having to go through all the systems within the TV before it, uh, before it shows up. Whereas on my desktop, it, or not my desktop, my uh, monitor, it's like two milliseconds or something like that, which mm-hmm. it, you sounds like it wouldn't be that big of a difference, but I can't play on TVs anymore. Kind um, of, uh, you've, you've, you've tasted that sweet, sweet. <laughs> well, I've tried to play two millisecond latency. Well, I've tried to play even playing like rocket league on your, on your TV. I'm like, God, this fucking sucks. Yeah. I can't do it. Um, it just feels different, right? It's not something that you notice until you get used to playing on a monitor. Right. Um, but when I was looking for one, there was one that was like 120 frames per second mm-hmm. and all, and the latency was two milliseconds forever. Cause I, I don't imagine that you can do it much faster than that. Cause electricity only moves so fast. Um, but I was doing some research and people were like, the, the most you need is 60 frames per second. Mm-hmm. Um, because I well, think, yeah, I think that we see, size, yeah. I think we see in 64. Really? Yeah. Cause that's what the, what like, I think that's what what were movies originally. They were like 24 or something like that frames per second. Sure. And then they bumped. And I think now they're probably way faster, but our brain can only process obviously so fast, like you said. Um, So I said, you know, 60 frames per second is as fast as you need Mm -hmm. uh, in the grand scheme of things, which is why, but you know, they're moving up to more because like it's almost for no reason, right? Cause who needs something faster than what our brains can actually process and what we can see in. Um, but you know, I, I don't know what it is, but I don't know what this is, but it says, uh, you gonna say it. Yeah. I'm trying to human eyes can see up to a thousand frames per second. Shit, you lying bitch. Well, this, this is, I don't think this is right because now it's saying we cannot see, I think this is a test that is still being done. Okay. It's saying cannot see beyond 60 FPS. Hmm. But there's a different thing going on. Okay, well, I'll research that more later. Yeah, well... I'm pretty... I heard different things that was... Yeah, it was like... It's it's to the point where it's... Yeah, with the resolutions we get and the frame rates that we can get, it's, it's so appealing and good looking. But yeah, it's like... At a certain point, it's like insane because you can't even really see. Well, you get... The you know there's a point of diminishing returns where sure. it can only be so fast before it no longer actually makes a difference, um, and what they're gonna have to do next is start enhancing people's eyes to actually make it worth right. buying something that nice, or just hook you up into the matrix and then you're just in the shit. Oh, VR, bro. Yeah, we're working on it slowly but surely. VR is getting better and better, and it's, it's already pretty damn good, actually, yeah. from what I've seen. And the headsets are getting smaller, and dude, the freaking haptic gloves too. That shit's crazy. Dude, it's I I it's so much money, but I would love to have that. I fucking remember watching Iron Man. He was <laughs> uh, was it uh, Jarvis? The, yeah, that's his computer's name. His AI or whatever. Yeah, where where he had the glove on, and he was uh, bringing up. Oh, like yeah. the 3D prints, basically, and expanding them. Oh, yeah, just the holographic screen or whatever. Yeah, uh, like the hollow table he had. Yeah. That shit. I was like, holy fuck, that's insane. And now people are doing that sort of shit. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. I don't know. I, I don't know if I want to live in the world where that's a thing. <laughs> you don't want to live in that world? I don't know if I do. Because 
I mean, if we have that now, right, or if that's available on the market now. Well, it's not commercially available. But, but still, it can be made. Right. Imagine what the U.S. government is using right now. I mean, they're definitely in the high end of the prototypes. I mean, and I would honestly say, other than the U.S. government, what company you know, that is actually like in the, I mean, besides, besides like the ideas of government contracts and things like that, but the, the prototype people that are making that in whatever company and whatever corner of the world, what they can do with it. Yeah. Well, um, so you're just saying basically new, te- new technology breeding, uh, I love, I love new technology and I think that it's a positive. I'm no Luddite, right? Like I, I want, (laughs) I want there to be technology. I want there to be a a growing of technology because it does make our lives easier and it makes life better in my opinion, but stimulates, but you know, there, so I, you know how, how much I hate the government and how much I don't trust it, but also, you know, I don't want to use that as an excuse as to why I don't think that we should have an advancement in AI and stuff like that, because honestly, whether we get it or not, they're going to have it. Mm -hmm. So, well, that's the, I'd rather be able to reap the benefits of, I mean, that's exactly almost every war, you know, Well, uh, my grandfather was, uh, was in the air force and I cannot for the life of me remember what we were talking about, but I was talking to my dad about something. Um, and it was something technology related. And he said, you know, uh, he's like, you know, that basically whatever we were talking about, he said, your grandfather said they had that stuff back in the seventies. Right. And it was relatively new to us in like the early two thousands. Um, and my grandfather, uh, I think he did, I think he did stuff in communications. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he, so satellites and stuff like that and um just things of that nature he knew right they were on cutting edge at that obviously point. obviously i mean that that's that's how it works usually the government has it before we do yeah, um because they got to figure out how to use it and then how to control it exactly 5g man we're gonna <laughs> fucking scramble our brains <laughs> or 6g or whatever the new one is gonna be now yeah it's that Dude. fucking huawei shit Huawei, there's nothing wrong with Huawei. I don't no, think. I'm not saying Huawei is shit. I'm saying the Huawei stuff, shit that they're making, where it's fucking six G or whatever the fuck. And now every government in America, or every the government is dealing with every company in America, saying no, you cannot you use, cannot, don't yeah. do that because we're gonna get hacked or some bullshit. Yeah, which is I don't know, man. I mean, what information are they gonna get from us that they don't already have? I mean. Right. All the all the U.S. government can do, as far as complaining about China, they always complain about an intellectual property. Get the fuck out of here. With China? Yeah, China. Well, you know they they make knockoff iPhones. They make sure like, all their technology. They also make iPhones. Well, yeah, but that's <laughs> how does, that's how they but, get them. Right. Um, is they don't have IP laws or anything like that, so they just jack the shit. You know, right. somebody who works for the Apple manufacturing plants just goes and they, takes that. Well, they like learn, they like learn how to make them. So they start making them and they sell them to bigger companies and then the, those companies start making them and selling them. Um, but I mean, who fucking cares? I mean, I, I would imagine the U S government might have good reason to not want to be I don't know. Like, I mean, that's what the whole scare tactic thing of 
all of this is where they're fucking scared about getting hacked and like the whole fucking DNC getting hacked by Russians or whatever. Right. So yeah. Now, well, yeah, you know what I mean? But that whole layer of control that another entity could have over them. I don't know. That's, they don't want to give up whatever they got going on. No, I understand that. And I mean, I, I understand why Amer why the American government would be concerned about Huawei, I guess. But also, more so that... Well, it's the, not even Huawei. It's just Chinese government. Yeah, but I mean, more so, like, I'm talking about... I moved on to IP. Sure. That's what I'm getting at. And, <laughs> sure. And it's not really hurting anybody here. Sure, the United States wants to sell iPhones to China, stuff like that. But, I mean, whatever. Because all that all that's going to do is push I, Apple to want to make better phones than what is already going out. Yeah, so I, I see what you're saying IP. as far as tech and and information. And I'm, I'm not even talking. I'm not talking about spying. I mean, obviously, there's a reason to be concerned about U.S. government and information getting out to a foreign government. Yeah, um, well, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying is if we x out all of that, like that side of it, where it's. Uh, we don't want to deal with this because of the possible implications of whatever risk that could happen. Um, but yeah, just the idea of a, a company who is a competitor with companies we have here in the U S yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, cause like exactly what we were talking about before is, Oh, they make the next best thing. Oh, and then this company makes the next best thing. And then it just keeps going and going and going. Yeah. I, I don't know. I I've heard really good arguments against intellectual property and I, I don't know them well enough to, to make the arguments, but I do know that, uh, I don't think that it's something that's needed uh, as far as intellectual property laws go, because say somebody plagiarizes a book completely, just literally just changes their name on and puts it on the cover of a book. Right. The whole, I mean, in my opinion, the whole point of, writing a book is typically for the information, right? Like, um, sure. Again, again, I don't know the argument well enough to make it cause this isn't actually an argument I've heard. This is just my personal opinion. And also I'm not a writer, so I don't know the struggles of not well, making the I money. I was about to say as well, you don't need to hear it then if it's your own opinion. <laughs> yeah. But I just mean like if somebody writes a book and somebody just steals it and puts their name on it, mm -hmm. it's, it's getting the information out there and then, if you find out, oh wait, this isn't the original author, mm -hmm. then maybe you'd be more likely to go and purchase from that person if they have more than one book or something like that. I don't know. I think that there is ways to, there's ways that it mitigates itself. Yeah, um, but let me. I'm not fully. I I I'm can't not fully explain. there yet. But let I, me let me yeah. say say this example here, like video or movie piracy, right? Yeah. So company whoever makes this movie costs x amount of money to make they put it out they sell tickets they do that mm -hmm. and then somebody pirates it right and puts it online for free or puts it you know sells dvd burns of it and puts it out for free yep you think that is okay or i mean it, it wouldn't matter to have that law there in the grand scheme of things i don't particularly care I don't know. I I think that there's enough people who would appreciate the the work because I, I even I would say that too. I mean, there, I, there's I, a, a great number. There's more honorable people that would be like, oh, that is wrong, right? But I, there are those 
the people that are taking advantage of it and well, of also course. the people that would say, fuck it, who cares? Mm-hmm. Even if it is against the law or if it's just morally wrong. I mean, I used to pirate movies, right? But now <laughs> that I'm an adult and I can afford to pay for my own movies, I don't do it because it's an unnecessary step in my opinion. Like, I'd rather just buy the movie. Okay. Like, it's a mixture of laziness and also, like, I just feel like if they put in the work, they might, I might as well just buy it. I yeah. Know. I mean, but that's, that's, okay, so now a movie, right? But now let's say it's a, uh, I don't even know, the book is too similar to that, but like the product idea, I guess, is on a different wavelength because if somebody makes a, I, I don't know, they, you know, the first telephone, right? Yeah. And obviously the first telephone, if we want to go back to that, it was different laws and whatnot. But say today somebody made this telephone mm-hmm. and it was the first one right now. And we had all the same laws in place that we do now. Yeah. And then somebody just made uh, the same telephone. Yeah. And sold it for free or something like that. I don't know. Well, so what I would say is at that point, the original creator of the phone would then basically at this point, they've created competition. So the, so now the person who created the phone needs to advance and put out a better product than what people are getting essentially secondhand because somebody basically didn't put in the work and they're able to make it for cheaper. So either the company needs to learn how to make the technology a cheaper technology so that they can make the money off of it, mm-hmm. or they need to learn how to make the product so good that they don't want to get it secondhand because they make it significantly better. Right. So so that's uh, that's where I'm narrowing in here because it's I understand because I think there are copyright laws and you uh, know IP uh, stuff that yeah stops people from you know just stealing mm-hmm. basically, um, and that's that's where you know that people that strive to create something using their resources and their minds and whoever yeah. and and then they create a product that they are aiming to be better than the original product or the product that came before theirs. Well, at that point, it's no, it's not really even intellectual property theft anymore. Cause well, at yeah. that point you're making something different, just using a base work. That's base. That's similar. Yeah, exactly. And I, I would wager to say that's kind of what's been going on well, it, forever. It, it's considered to be, uh, I believe that that is considered to be IP because, uh, I think Mac or, uh, Apple owns, um, I think they own the entire phone. Like they own the design. They own. Well, yeah, they own. Yeah. That's their product. They, they own all the components within it. Yeah. But if except you look for, you I take guess, this phone, processors. you take our phone, right? Yeah. Same exact phone. And you put it next to the Samsung phone. Mm-hmm. It's two different things. Yeah. Right. So I, I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. They own every, the, the whole, yeah. you know, from the top to bottom. So it's that's where it's not intellectual property or anything because they did create a different thing, obviously, however similar. But I I do remember an argument that I thought was interesting as far as um, thought goes. Right, so intellectual property, so property in from in my definition of uh, like property rights, uh, which I believe is a pretty valid. A form is or a pretty valid explanation of property rights is uh, basically if you own something that is of uh, oh god I value my brain is so broken right now (laughs) like I'm trying really hard to to get this out and my brain is just not working um 
scarce resources. Sure. Um, and then I basically it's just scarce resources. That's all that property is, right? Because it's something that has value to you and right. is not abundant. So air is not considered property because it's not a scarce resource per se. Sure. Um, thought is not a scarce resource because you have a thought, you tell somebody else, now everybody has now anybody can have that thought, right? Mm-hmm. It's no longer just yours. Right. So it's not a scarce um it's not a scarce resource, I guess, which is why I don't, which is a good, if I explained it well, which I know I didn't, um, that's a good reason for why plagiarism isn't necessarily violating um, because, IP and my because the, property rights. Because, because you can't own a thought. You cannot own a thought. You cannot own words. Yeah, because, I mean, then we would only ever have one phone in this scenario, what we're talking about before, right? Yeah. So there would there would be no other phone, but I okay. Drawing it back to the original discussion is if the the because there's a difference between using the idea of something yeah and making your own thing based off that idea mm-hmm. and ripping something straight from what it is and just calling it your own. Yeah, no, I mean I don't necessarily disagree with you, but also I don't think that. Um I just think it's something that'll miti- that would mitigate itself. There's no reason for a law for it. No, and I because, I understand that because we're based on the idea that everyone is good and nobody is. Everybody that does see the ripoff goes for the. That, that's original. not what I'm saying. I'm saying that the person who makes their original now has now they need to distinguish themselves from the copycats or the people who are stealing, and they have, and obviously since they made it first. They have, um, they most likely have more intimate knowledge of the inner workings, how to come up with a new idea to make the phone better because right. they are the people who actually like visualized it and came up with the idea to begin with. So, would you so say, they, I think that they would have, so the iPhone mm-hmm. since the seven or six has basically been the exact same thing minus the removal of the home button and then facial recognition technology which has been in uh androids for the past sure eight years um but they have been stagnant iphones have basically been the exact same they haven't changed anything really they haven't made them they haven't made them significantly faster all they've done is added more cameras that have different lenses sure um and i think that if there if they were if there was a direct competition that literally was making the exact same phone they would have a drive and a desire to make the phone either cheaper or make it way better mm-hmm. like not just take these baby incremental steps or just like oh let's just add a camera oh let's just add um depth to the photos so that you can um the portrait mode or whatever so so what if i i'm not going to do this i can't do this i would never do this anyway yeah um say i Take an iPhone, mm-hmm. and I take that iPhone, take it apart, whatever, and I make it the best phone on the planet. Yeah. But it's an iPhone. Obviously, I would get sued Technically, forever. yes. You would, but yeah. say in this situation, do you? if I took that phone and then I made it better, mm-hmm. and I made it the best phone on the planet, yeah. am I wrong? I don't think you're wrong. I mean, but 
I think in in the eye in the eyes of the way the law is now, yes, you would be wrong. In my opinion, <laughs> yeah. you're not. In my opinion, you're not doing anything wrong because all you're doing is improving upon something right. that was already that was conceptualized before. I mean, literally, that's all that technology is is an improvement upon something that was pre-existing. Right. So that that sorry, just because this whole discussion, I've been trying to find the loophole where we can say something is wrong. Well, I'm so what I'm. But I do what I think what we're talking about here is we're in two different bubbles because I in the sense of economics and technology and progression of things. Yeah, I think you're right because it's knowledge and it just, you know, everything gets better with more people and competition breeds that. Yes, obviously. And I agree with that. We've had that discussion before. Yeah. And I I agree with that. But then on the other end of it where we're in where we are now and uh, I don't know, in my idea of somebody being a steal a cheat or stealing or something like that being yeah. wrong. That's what I'm trying to go for. No, I know. And I think that if somebody went and broke into an iPhone store and stole the phone and then made something, I would say that they were wrong because they stole the iPhone, but I wouldn't necessarily say they were wrong for improving upon it. Right. It, I don't, I don't think that, cause like I said, I don't think that intellectual property is, it doesn't make sense to me because a thought or a concept is not something that is. Yeah, not it's not marketable. It's not like a. I mean, it is marketable, but it's, it's marketable. Not, it's not a. It's not a res- like you're saying. Like it's not something that not everybody can have. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not a scarce. It's not something resource. you can stop somebody from Any, thinking. Anybody could have had that thought. You mm-hmm. just happen to be the first person to do it, which is amazing. Obviously, special people come up with these ideas that blow everybody away and completely change the dynamics of the world. And without those types of people, we would be still riding around in fucking horse and buggies. (laughs) Sure. Um, But it's the... Without there being a base to stand on, you cannot develop a product and make it better. Sure. So if it's somebody from outside of the company that owns the patent for, uh, for a product then they are going to get in trouble for improving upon it, right? Like Tesla, they lose their mind if you go and you figure out how to fix your Tesla on your own and not take them to a dealership. They get pissed off because they're like, we own this. You're not supposed to be working on it. You're not supposed to be doing things yourself. Like there's somebody who... Well, yeah, because that's how they make their money. Well, absolutely. I mean, but it's... to it. That's almost the same argument, though, is saying this was our idea. You're not allowed to make something that's the same. You're not allowed to make something that's similar and, but better. Well, cause, I mean, yeah. I mean, but it's, in the same idea of cars too, I mean, how many mechanics, do you know, that built their own car? A ton. There's, there's plenty. Yeah. I mean, but that's what I'm saying is, I don't know how to explain this because I haven't done enough research on it. And I feel like I'm just spinning <laughs> I, my I, wheels. No, I get, I get the idea of what we're saying. I'm just always on the counter argument. Cause this would be a boring conversation. If no, I just went, Hey, yeah, no, I know. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> and right. the, the only issue though, is that I want to be able to explain this better. And I feel like the last 15 minutes of this podcast <laughs> has been just me spinning my wheels, trying to explain something that I don't fully understand myself. Here's a, here's a uh, hot take. It's, a lot of this podcast is us spinning our wheels. No, I know, but usually it at least moves on and there's some sort of, I like eventually come to some sort of epiphany or like I'm actually able to explain yeah, it in some have way. have a actual or, good Or you're actually statement. able to help me move the idea forward and we're actually able to come up with the, 
the thing together. Whereas right. right now I can't even begin to explain what I'm trying to explain. <laughs> sure. So it sounds like I'm a fucking retard, but I <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because I'm tired. I but like my brain is just not functioning, man. No, I'm, I got gotcha. you. Like I'm losing my train of thought mid sentence. It's crazy. Yeah. All right, let's move away from this. You see that Canadian transgender? Oh shit. Uh, Actually, I got something else. Oh, go ahead and talk about that first. Well, it was something that had to do with the original conversation. Yes, please. Because you were talking about um, Netflix um, not having the rating system, right? Yes. Um, and that just, I was, this is however long ago, but I was thinking about how I saw a post or saw something about Instagram, you know? It was like 40 minutes ago. Oh, okay. Well, in- Instagram is, you know, have you heard about them experimenting with taking away likes, basically? No. They're not taking them away, but apparently it's the idea that, so me and you, right, we have an Instagram. Yep. I could like yours and you would see that I liked it, but nobody else would see nobody else would see how many likes you have on your on your yeah. stuff that you put out. I got you. Um and same thing for me. Like you would you would like my thing, but you wouldn't see that like how many other people liked it or anything like that. You would just like it based on oh, I like that thing. Or oh I know that guy, let me like that thing. Yeah. It wouldn't you wouldn't like something based on Oh, oh everybody likes this, this has four million likes. Let yeah. me like that. You know, I, which I would think, happen anyway, but it's, it's, I, I think they haven't done it yet, but it's been like a testing thing where they've like done some betas where like you can switch it on, on your, on your app yeah. to not see likes. And, uh, I thought that was, uh, interesting cause like talking about ratings and things like that. Cause even in the society where we have the, like, cause there's been plenty of, plenty of movies and other things based on. Oh, I got to be liked, you know. It's yeah, like, obviously. Like, and it's become this moral quandary about oh, what just doing what you have to do to get the most likes, uh, and and changing who you are based on what other people think and things like that. So them, as a as the the huge group that they are and the huge proprietor of having a whole site that's based on oh let me post something so i can get other people to see it and share something and have people like it yeah and and obviously with the evolution of it being like oh who has the most likes on instagram or mm-hmm. some shit so it's i don't know it's an interesting change up for them to test with and i i don't know if it'll go like the site wide you know if yeah. everybody will have that but i thought it would be an interesting development or not i mean it, development may be a move forward is a good Wait for it because it'll at least change kind of what's I feel like absorbed everybody into it for so long, and obviously you'll still have other like with that whole conversation we just had. I'm sure there'll be an Instagram too that comes out. Somebody Which, else's it'll just be the same thing. But we do we do need things like that. But I I think that yeah it might it might help with some people's self esteem I guess um because everybody's fucking soft now and if they see somebody gets a ton of likes and then right. they post a picture and they don't get many then everybody then a lot of people take that like personally um, yeah which i honestly in the beginning i don't think that i mean i think that's what i'm saying is there's been so much uh interpretation of that now uh, however many down however many years down the road now instagram has been around yeah but with it being a problem for people that have a, a profile and they oh, I, I don't i only have two followers and 
I, I follow all these people and I try to get all these likes and oh why does why does Sally get all these likes and oh I'm because she works out every day and <laughs> fucking well and, yeah and cause, that's because her body and her Instagram is how she makes money obviously she's putting more effort that's another thing too well a couple things whereas some people like we have people in the world that are influencers or uh, basically internet celebrities internet famous people that now have created companies and created their whole job, they've just made a job for themselves. Yeah. And have, be it through ad revenue or however they make their money. Yeah. But uh, it's it's taking away something like that. I wonder how it'll affect that well, I think, market. Well, I think in, in the grand scheme of things, and I, this was something that I thought of immediately because, you know, I always look at things as far as how this could help the market or hurt sure. the market or something like that. And I think that this might help with um, – with act with getting legitimate engagements for ads and stuff like that, as opposed to like you said, like the mob rule where people will just see, Oh, somebody liked this. So let me go and like it. Right. Um, so we'll, they'll get a better reading. On they the, they on might the mind. They actually might get a better reading of, uh, if these influencers are legit or not. Right. Cause mm-hmm. you still get, to, you'll probably still be able to see your analytics on the back end and stuff like that. See how many people liked it. Who's liked it. So you get to still see what you have, yeah. Like you said, but it just won't necessarily play into the way that other people. Well, not not see to mention the, the photo. Not to mention Instagram itself or the companies that it's selling the information to, uh, be it whatever company wants to put an ad somewhere, um, they'll see all that information too. So well, I I mean I mean for the actual influencers themselves, right? So right. So when. When influencers are selling their basically selling their page to uh, companies that want to want them to do ads for them, mm-hmm. um, what they do is they show off their uh, their engagements, which is likes plus comments and shares, yeah, interaction, stuff like that. Yeah. So if you if you cut back on the basically the mob mentality where oh everybody likes this so I should like the photo too or whatever, mm-hmm. it turns into people who actually went through the. Uh, who actually went through the effort of liking a picture because they actually liked it. Cause you actually have to, obviously it's not hard, but you actually have to go through the action of double tapping. Right. Sure. As opposed to like, if you're watching a video or something, just sitting there and watch it for three seconds and that counts as a view. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you, if you take away that mom and that mob mentality where people just see, Oh, uh, like you said, 400,000 likes. Wow. I, I'll like it too. Just mm-hmm. because that's what everybody's doing. Uh, you actually might get a more accurate read of the engagement that the person gets and whether or not it the ad will actually be effective, right. which in, I don't even know. Like, I'm sure that they are. The ads, as far as like influencers go, are effective. Otherwise, companies wouldn't do it. But I, I don't see how they're actually that effective. Because most people, when they like a picture, there's liking the picture because they like the person. But yeah. also... I don't think I, I don't know if But that's that's what that person has done then. They they have generated that following, right? And they've created this thing for people to like or yeah. view or comment on. And now that person goes, you know, dollar signs in the eyes, right? And they're like, Oh, I'll turn this into money. No, of and course, that's which is what happens. Which I'm all about. Like the fact that, that companies are paying people to do that, like you you get your money. You know, you do whatever you gotta do to make money, I guess, as long as you're not harming others. Um, but 
I just wonder how effective it actually is. And I don't know if it's because I have a different mentality, but if somebody tells me to buy something, I don't just buy it. Usually I buy things out of need or actual want just because I want something. But I guess in the grand scheme of things, even if, even if the person who sees it doesn't go, wow, yeah, they like it. So I should buy it. They're at least hearing the name or seeing the the company. Well, yeah, because stuff like that. And I guess it builds brand recognition in ways. Well, yeah, just to backtrack a little bit, like say you were watching a YouTube video and it's this guy who's very intelligent. You've watched hundreds of his videos and say let's say he's a photographer and whatever Sony or whoever the hell says, Oh dude, we'll give you a thousand dollars of you if you yeah. just talk about this camera. Mm-hmm. And and then so what he does is, Oh my god, guys, just got in this brand new thing. I'm gonna give you my quote unquote honest uh, opinions, first reactions, whatever. And then of course he goes on and most likely goes, Oh, this is the best camera. You gotta pick one of these up. Uh, here's my promo code, uh, yeah. blah, 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 you know, and then everybody goes and buys that camera. No, yeah, I mean. For, for for the people that, you know, I hate, we've said it before, just the sheep, I guess. Yeah. But I would say, I mean, a lot of those people, because we're in the day and age where a trusted resource could be a YouTube channel now, instead of just like where you, people go on, what is that, the Blue Ribbon, what is it called? For cars, Kelly Blue Book, yeah, Kelly Blue Book, or uh, any other one of those. I can't remember any of those things, but the the ones you go on, like when you're looking at like a car or you know a big purchase, you're usually looking at hundreds of reviews, and like now one of those hundreds of reviews and maybe check chunking down onto less and less you need to see is a YouTube video going. Here's everything you need to know about it, and here's my. I love this thing. It's my own. It's my opinion. You know me. We've, we've watched no, all my yeah. shit. No, I mean, I, I understand why it works. I really do. And I think that there's an art behind getting to a point where that works. Right. I just, um, I don't know. I've, I don't want to talk myself up, but I've <laughs> never, I've never been like that. This would be a great moment for an ad read. <laughs> yeah. We we're going to put it in at the hour and one minute. Mark. That would be so funny. <laughs> Yeah, so... Uh, anyway, guys, let's talk about... <laughs> let's talk about our ad. That was funny. Um, but yeah, so... Um, I don't know. I mean... I'm done. You're done? I, I think we're done. <laughs> you fried? Yeah, I am. Uh, keep on... If, if you guys get a following, fucking sell it. Who cares? Make that money. Sell your soul to Satan. Well, not sell your soul. I wouldn't say you're selling your soul. You worked hard to cultivate this following. You got people to trust you. And if people are willing to buy shit that you tell them to buy, buy then do it. Sell yeah. it. Yeah. Sell out to Satan. Sell out. I mean, <laughs> yeah. make your money. I mean, honestly. We're doing it right now, except there's no money. So, <laughs> yeah, we don't get enough listens to make money. Anyways, that's beside the point. Uh, this episode has fucking dragged. I, I'm really sorry to all of those listeners who have gotten this far listening to me i sound like i'm drunk like i feel like i sound like i'm drunk i think you're fine i think you're inside your own head i must be it's that it's that uh episode 36 blues ah it's rough man (sighs) (laughs) we ran out of shit to talk about (laughs) yeah today's just 36 we're calling it calling it this last episode ever All right, so uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the final episode of Chip Tooth Podcast, <laughs> episode number 36. Um, 
we appreciate the the love you guys gave us for these past 36 weeks and <laughs> it really means a lot to us you know it's just we've run out of topics you know there's nothing to talk about i really wanted to talk about transgender cyclists but uh um, oh yeah i got sorry cut off. you off on there it's fine we'll talk about it next week i guess after everybody and their mom has made a podcast about it all right fuck it let's keep on going transgender bicyclist bro <laughs> You're fucking up and down today. So, uh, man transitioned to a woman. Sure. Right. Uh, lives in Canada. Not allowed to say anything bad about transgender people in Canada, but the United States does not have this rule. Uh, Wait, ton of so people, Canada has a law against discrimination, or what are you saying? No. So they have. You're not allowed to dead name people. Bad like mouth a, them. Well, dead naming. You know what that is? No. It's like calling somebody by their by their old name or calling somebody like a he instead of calling them a she. Oh. Stuff like that. That's um, interesting. But so, you know, they that's how Jordan Peterson got so famous cuz he like went on TV and was like I'm not going to fucking do it. Right. Like I would do it just because I'm a good person and I don't give a shit what you want to do, but since you're making a law, fuck you. Right. So um he got really po- he got really famous after that. Um Anyways, so this a man transitioned to a woman. Sure. Uh for the second year in a row has won a hu- has won a massive race, a cycling race. Right? As a woman. Like like a marathon-esque type. I guess, thing. but just for biking. Right. Um and you know who would have thunk it, right? Who no. would have thought that somebody who was previously a man Right. Is going to have more muscle mass and be faster than women. I mean, this is the same thing with like, uh, who, the same thing happened in a different sport, I feel like. Wrestling. There was, was it wrestling? Yeah, there, I mean, it was in high school, but, um, I think it was male to female beating the shit out of female wrestlers. Right. Making them look silly. Um, which is pretty obvious, like winning what, state for in Texas. Right. Here's um. I don't know if you do you want to go further. Uh, I mean, we can just. I was gonna say, what do you think? Because I hate to use the word like, like how, like even the phrase "fix the issue," because it may not be an issue. I oh, mean, it it, it one hundred percent is an issue. But okay, what I'm saying here is like, it's a person that identifies as a woman. Okay, competing with people who also identify as women yeah. obviously biologically born could be male yeah um and i obviously i don't know how sensitive that is but whatever um so now would a, a fix or whatever to this be like a different league like a transgender league i mean so because what do they do when uh is there any women that transition to men that also compete yes so there's a boxer a a female to male transgender boxer who is one and oh became like tap out or one of those boxing not tap out i guess it's like some boxing companies like the face of a company or something sure. like that or maybe it was on a magazine like the boxer of the year or something mm-hmm. um one and oh beat a man like a biological man um which i mean it's a big deal like that's cool like sweet, like a well, yeah. I would basically, say basically I, a woman just beat the shit out of a guy. Well, but I would also, say I would if the guy well, yeah. wins. Hold on, this is a lose lose situation, real quick. <laughs> okay. If the guy, if the biological man 
who still identifies as a man, loses this fight than just lost to basically a girl, right? Well, in ways. A girl. I mean, it's a transitioned if they, girl. If they beat the shit out of this person, then they're fucked because they beat the shit out of somebody who was a girl. Well, in my eyes, it's... <laughs> this is always sunny. It's, just, it's more progressive to hit the woman. <laughs> well, it is, for woman. sure. For sure. Because they don't identify as a woman now. No, I know, which is fine. They identify like, as a man and therefore compete as at the same at the same event that a man would. Personally, I don't have a problem with uh, female to male transition. I, I have no problem with any of it. Well, I'm just it's it's interesting the the back and forth that we have, like say like with the original here, with the woman or the the man transitioned to be a woman, winning the women's championship setting world record thing. So. So, now, vice versa, I mean. Here, here is where the issue lies, right? So a female transitioning to male is on heightened levels of testosterone, which is fine. Like, whatever. You gotta, you gotta, at that point, you're probably evened out. You're probably taking the same amount of testosterone, and it's in your system, same amount as a, a, like a naturally born male, sure. right? Um, whereas male to a female, like take the boxing example, right? Mm-hmm. If a male transitions to a female and is a boxer, they're going to fucking clobber any woman that they go up against. Not any. Obviously, there are some women that will fucking destroy men. Well, it doesn't... But sorry, the, the issue is... that I see is that they have stronger bone de- density. They have higher muscle mass just because men naturally have higher muscle mass. Even if you've been on estrogen for extended periods of time, there's I don't think there's any... From see, what that's, I've, from that's what, what I was going to say. So as... I don't know. I this is my own ignorance, but I imagine a man transitioning to woman, like a woman transitioning to man's taking testosterone. Yeah. For uh, whatever the reasons of transition, um, and a male going to female is taking estrogen. Then yes. So the the thing about that though is, uh, there's been studies that have shown that estrogen actually helps you maintain bone density. So. A man transitioning to a woman already has more has already but has. Doesn't stronger. estrogen also do other things like hormonally and? Well, obviously, I mean that's why they take them because it makes them more biologically a female. Right. Um, but the thing is that they'll lose muscle mass, but it hasn't been proven to be significant enough to actually make to make males comparable to females. Oh my gosh! I just had a. We'll continue with this, but there was a. There was also recently I was on NPR. There was a, a woman that got taken out of the Olympics. She couldn't compete because, because she, she had natural, yeah, naturally of her higher natural levels of testosterone. Higher. So that's interesting too, because yeah. now say a natural born woman who has levels of testosterone like that, and then a man transitioned to woman who has you know estrogen, but also it just is a man natural born, so they have those levels of testosterone. Yeah them competing i so the because how because when it comes down to it whatever dick or vagina you got down there if it comes down to what you are physically and chemically i mean is that how fair we can uh like adjust like how how we can judge a competition between uh two equal parties by their chemical breakdown and their you know their possible physical attributes and things like that or I mean, do we bring it break it down to oh this is the female uh 
uh, realm, the whatever tier fem- yeah. female version of this, and this is the male version of this, and that's how we separate it. Or or do we just have so uh, uh, I don't know a whole new tier of it where everybody can compete however they want, whether it be that, a male transition to a female or a natural born female or something like that. I think that if um, somebody decides that they want to, if a female transitions to male, that I don't I don't see a problem with them fighting against men because that's their decision, right? Whereas the women boxers fighting against male transitioning to a female, that's kind of unfair because the, because had a guy fighting a woman, that's basically what it is, whether or not they have heightened levels of of testosterone of estrogen. At this point, they already have developed that muscle mass over years and they're obviously going to be taller. They're going to be most likely just be stronger in general. So it's, uh, and it, to me, I think that that's more unfair that unless the the woman fighter that is that was born a woman is like yeah I know that this is a male transition to a woman I'm gonna fucking beat beat well, the ass that's what I was saying like, too that's fine that's what I would I don't say thi- I don't think I think it has to be one of those things that you have to release as information so that people can make their own decisions if but then if no woman wants to fight a male that transitioned to a female got to make a male to female uh transgender league I guess because that's the only way I think that it would be fair. Yeah, but it's, uh, so what I was going to say also is because, however naturally a man has the physical uh, attributes in a race or in a bicycle race or in a hand to hand combat fight, that it does come down to like training and shit like that too, right? It's not necessarily hundred percent they're going to win because they are bigger. You know, I that's mean, not because we see that in man to man fights or woman to woman fights all the obviously, time. Obviously, I mean, Manny, always Manny Pacquiao is, yeah. was a fucking nut. Like, there's always there's always other uh, attributes to uh, uh, somebody who's going to win. No matter obviously, what, so. but a man who doesn't know how to fight, if they just learn how to throw a punch and they hit a woman, their bone density alone is going to destroy a fucking woman's face. Yeah, but at the same time, that they woman. Mean, that woman that made the choice that's been training her whole life to fucking fight probably has a hard head too. No, most. I'm likely, not saying she's no, not I'm, gonna. She's not gonna get beat the fuck out of or something like that. But at the same time, she probably has the training and the the ability to take a hit. I'm not saying that you're wrong, but I am saying that it's still unfair no matter what you do because, like I said, yeah. bone density, estrogen has been shown to maintain bone density. That's why people who have like fibromyalgia or or as you get older, you take estrogen, like women take estrogen because their bone density starts to fade because their estrogen goes down. Mm-hmm. They start taking more estrogen because it maintains bone density. Sure. Men already have more dense bones. If they start taking estrogen, their bone density is going to maintain, if not strengthen. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree on paper. The, the, that's why I'm saying the chemical breakdown. If we make two opponents and they have the same this or that, right, it yeah. should be an equal fight. I, but I suppose at the same it's time, possible. it's an equal fight, but it's a man and a woman, natural born, biologically born, I guess I should say. Yeah. It, but well, but men, they have the same, if they, like we said before, it's a natural born woman who got taken out of the Olympics because she has higher levels of testosterone versus the man who just is a man biologically born and transitions to female, however, does have the estrogen to maintain whatever bone density. But I at the I, same I time. I that it's. 
I don't know that there's a particularly good way to fix this without just making <laughs> separate groups. I don't think that it's... I think, I mean, that's where I we are. I think it's unfair to the competition. I think it's unfair to women to basically, we're finding out, wow, men are better at sports than women. Holy shit. Well, yeah. I mean, in, in the uh, physical capacity, if that's we what say... That's what I'm saying, is that men, men... If we say, if we take a sport that's that you win that sport, if you are the strongest, biggest person, then yeah, sure, because men naturally get bigger, stronger. Yeah, of course that doesn't stop women from getting bigger and stronger. Of course in, not. In in whatever case, but yeah, I I agree with you on on paper that it makes sense why the fairness would be in question. I think this is one of those things that has to be an on paper thing because you can always find. Well, yeah, because there's always going to be a moral. Uh, dispute about it of course yeah I, I, and I, I would say that's a lot of this day and age of progression because there's always new and different things happening and there's a, always a oh shit we wrote this this law down forever ago but we were not anticipating this to happen mm-hmm. so it's like now it's like a revisitation to that and at the same time revisitation but also just a new interpretation because you got shit that didn't exist that long ago when they first created a women's title and a men's title in boxing you know yeah i i don't know i i don't think that there is a particularly good way to go about this without pissing off a ton of people well yeah that's why you just don't do anything about it you let it happen let them all figure it out <laughs> i mean that's your idea too right i mean i just, guess uh, just let it sort itself i guess in a way if you want to fight a man and you're uh, if you want to fight a transitioned man to female and you're a female Go and do it. Well, I mean that—that's their decision. I don't have yeah, a problem no, with they, that. Yeah, no, they. I have. I have an issue with mixed martial arts fighter. I think there was a male to female who didn't set. Who didn't? They didn't come out didn't and say release that. Release until after they had already won multiple fights. See, that's and beat interesting. The, beat the fucking brakes off of someone. Was there, was there any like recourse to that? Or I don't know. I do I, I, I'd be interested because maybe we could take some notes if they didn't go. Ah, uh, that the the results of that fight do not stand because information was not released all of my information that i have on this sort of stuff i've heard from joe rogan because this is something that he has serious yeah, issues with well, i imagine um and uh and i mean there there was the video that he did with adam ruins everything mm-hmm. and he's like said he was like men transitioning to women not the same thing as a biological woman like cannot you cannot compare them who was saying that joe rogan yeah and what was adam saying he was saying Oh no, they're the exact same. Like they should be allowed to to play sports the same way as anybody else, and blah blah. And see, but that's where you're Joe like Rogan, Joe Rogan was like, no. So you've never seen a somebody who was a fighter that mm-hmm. was a man that transitions to a woman and continues fighting is going to fucking destroy any woman that they go up against. Obviously, there are certain people like Ronda Rousey that could that could break a even a professionally trained male fighter, but. Yeah, but that's the same thing because you do have to educate yourself and who who in the sport is competing because it's not like we're saying, oh, this fucking uh, Dave Batista transitioned to woman and now he's gonna beat fucking uh, 
a girl off the street. You know, it's like well, yeah, they're obviously. both trained fighters that want to fight each other. I but imagine, also, Bautista, so. if he transitioned to a woman, is going to fucking destroy any woman. <laughs> Doesn't matter how much estrogen uh, he's, that he's, man he's goes. He's pretty on. old now. He's probably, matter, he's probably already on estrogen. <laughs> maybe, but it doesn't fucking matter how old he is. He is a fucking massive dude who knows how to fight. He is going to break women. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to see Batista fight a woman. I like that the feminist movement and the transgender movement go at it so much because of stuff like this. Like, oh, now men are men are taking away women's things and stuff like that because men are transitioning. Well, that's again that's against what they're saying because you can't if they're not a, they don't identify as a man anymore. Why why are you but saying men are taking over? What I'm saying is that no, I'm saying I'm pointing no, I, out I, what I they. Know what, I know yeah. what you're saying, but feminists have never been inclusive to all women. Sure, you have to have the exact same beliefs as them. And if well, you don't, then you're fucked. And that's the same as as like a what's the male version of a feminist? They don't have them. It's just really. men. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying though. Like, well, so, uh, somebody who's sexist towards women have the same. It's it's any organization. They they're always going to be. Oh, this is my thoughts and the, my tunnel vision of the, what what should happen in my perfect world. Well, the issue right and, is that. Feminist movement is supposed to be equality for all women and men. It's what it originally was. Well, and yeah. now it's equality for, or not even equality. Now it's women need to step over men. Right. But if you aren't a woman who has the exact same beliefs as me, you are not allowed to step up with us. Like when they had the women's march, anybody who was pro, who was pro-life, anti-abortion, they weren't allowed to come. Anti-abortion? They were kicked out. They were kicked out of the out of the women's march because they don't line up with what they believe is a woman's right. Right, so which is the pro-choice yes. on that on that end of the discussion. Yeah, yeah, but the whole framing of it was all women. Right. But then anybody all women who, all women that believe the same thing as me exactly same thing as like fucking. Uh, I mean, I you could even say like the Nazi Party or some shit. I, I guess. Mean, yeah, I mean they they also. Turned away a lot of Jewish people, from what I understand. It's weird. From feminists? Yeah. I was about to say Nazis? Uh, yeah. Well, obviously the Nazis <laughs> did. I mean. Yeah, but that's every extremist group ever. That's why they're all kind of mm-hmm. just everybody. They all have their flaws, and it's all insane to be. Why, why can't we all just sit down in a circle and fucking hold hands and talk about our problems? But nobody wants to do that either. So Why would you want to do that? The shit's I'm, gay. <laughs> I'm not holding hands with you. Well, I'm just, never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> no, okay, I'm joking. Anyways, now that we have gone an extra twenty minutes, well, let's we have to get to it, dude. Well, or else uh, Dan would beat us to it. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I also want to talk about the Joker, um, but I'm not going to because first of all, you haven't seen it, and also everyone and their mother has a podcast on the Joker yeah, at this a, point. It's a big movie, or on Joker. Um, but I am going to say, fantastic movie, way different than any other. DC comic book based movie. Sure. Uh, the fact that they didn't even show the DC comic logo was pretty dope. Cause they're like, this has nothing to do with this. This is not a DC movie. This is just a movie it's about a, s- a story. Yes. Which was fantastic. It was very well done. It was very interesting. And I found it to be quite exhilarating. Yep. And that was the story I was going to talk about that. Um, I was just going to, when I hinted at, Oh, speaking of, uh, originality being dead. This is one of the first movies in a while that I've seen that is 
very original. Does not just follow a playbook that everybody else does. Mm-hmm. It just a good original story. I yes, feel like. I really enjoyed it, and uh, I recommend all of you go see it. All right. Um, and yeah, I guess that's it. All right. Forum, Facebook, email. Let us know what you think. Subscribe, rate. You know those things. <laughs> Got anything else to add, Ben? Uh, I don't Before we so. wrap up this final episode, I think we uh, I think we hit the nail on the head. Yeah, well, at least hit around the the head. We broke our hand a couple times, and then <laughs> hit the thumb. <clears throat> anyway, bye, bye. Suck a.